Hey, good morning. Uh, today, we are going to do our first episode of the Generation Education Podcast. Uh, my name is Greg Vito, and I'm the Dean of Students and uh, Special Ed Co-Chair at Warren County Middle School. And my name is Mr. Luke Heater, and I'm the 8th grade science teacher and also the athletic director here at Warren County Middle School. So to get us kind of kicked off here, uh, Mr. Vito, do you want to kind of explain why we're even doing this podcast? Absolutely. So I love always starting with our why of whatever we do, because when you start with a why, it helps you focus on, um, you know, what it is you want to do and your, it keeps your goals in line. Okay. So personally, I love listening to podcasts on my way to work. I love listening to TED Talks, History on Fire, um, Edutopia, and for some entertainment, the Joe Rogan Experience. And I know these shows reach a whole bunch of different people, and I know with podcasts that we can explore some thoughts and some new ideas and really dive into these ideas um, through some conversation. So through those conversations, we can create some enlightening experiences, and we should be looking for new ways to reach all of our educators in convenient ways to share our skills and knowledge. Uh, I really think that with this podcast, we'll be able to not only reach teachers for some professional development, but we can um, showcase some amazing things that we're doing in the classroom and have a really uh, larger, authentic audience. All right, so let's kind of get things started with uh, some introductions. Um, Mr. Heater, where'd you grow up and where'd you go to school? Give me some of your background. So I grew up around Western PA, about an hour and a half north Pittsburgh. Uh, I did football, basketball, track, as well as chorus and musicals whenever I was in high school. I ended up going to Clarion University up in Pennsylvania as well, and I uh, earned my middle-level education degree with a concentration in math, science, English, and social studies, as well as a coaching minor. And I also kind of had experience because I did my block and student teaching was actually in a fifth grade class that I did actually English and social studies there. So sort of all over the board. Nice. So what experiences do you have as far as being a teacher? Uh, I started off, I did one year at a private school on the Eastern Shore of Virginia, where I taught sixth grade social studies, as well as uh, an eighth and ninth grade algebra class. Uh, there I coached JV football, did middle school girls basketball, and we actually started up a new middle school track program while I was there. Whenever I came to Warren County in 2013, I started teaching eighth grade science and an algebra class. And then later they transitioned me out of the algebra class and into a math remediation class. But at the high school, I did JV and varsity football. I did outdoor uh, varsity track as well. And then we even started up an indoor varsity track program while I was at the high school as well. So kind of moved all over the place when I was there. Whenever the middle school opened up a few years back, I moved over here and did just eighth grade science. And they talked me into being the athletic director. Uh, so kind of all of my experiences sort of led me to be sort of a jack of all trades, master of none. But I'm always willing to try something new. So sort of all over the place, but I've had fun doing it. So how about you? Where did you go to school? Where did you grow up? All right. So I grew up in western Pennsylvania, like you, about an hour east of Pittsburgh. Um, I played football growing up. I snowboarded. I played violin. And I did a bunch of school plays with our drama program. So kind of like you, kept that athleticism, kind of a jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> um I earned my bachelor's degree in early childhood education uh, from Shippensburg University and a master's in uh, educational leadership and administration and supervision from Old Dominion University. Right. Um, so what, what are some of the uh, teaching experiences you have then? So I taught for four years in a third grade inclusion classroom at Hilda J. Barber. Uh, when I was there, I took on every leadership opportunity that I could really get my hands on. Um, Within my second year, I was my team leader for the third grade uh, team. 
I helped with some curriculum and, and pacing development. Uh, I went to the school board office and joined some committees up there. And like I said, every leadership opportunity that I could get my hands on, um, I was just taking it. All right. Well, usually you don't get into the, this profession without a little bit of encouragement from someone. So were there any teachers in particular that you kind of looked up to or idolized growing up? Absolutely. So I, I got into the, I, I chose elementary initially because my very first um, elementary teacher was Miss Mauer. I, she taught me kindergarten and she just brought teaching to life. Uh, she created prop boxes and she had theme days. I, I still remember one of the days in particular was a terrible teacher day. Um, and she kind of taught us a lesson of what it could be like to have a really bad teacher. She dressed up in just this awful black outfit, makeup all over the place on her face, and just handed us worksheets in kindergarten. It was, it's really funny to look back on now, but she ended the day by saying, aren't you glad you don't have this as a teacher? And um, absolutely. Then my third grade teacher, um, who I'm going to remain nameless here, gave me some inspiration as well because she didn't connect with me. And I found that to be really interesting um, that she was one of my inspirations because I needed a connection that year. Um, every time that I acted up or did something that she did not like, I was sent to the principal's office. So I, you know, I kind of saw that other side of education. In fourth grade, I had a teacher named Mr. Hardwig, who uh, I still keep in contact with today. Um, he's now retired, but he brought history to life. Uh, with our Pennsylvania history facts, we had a Pennsylvania history day, and we just got to know everything about you know Pennsylvania history. Now, he taught wonderfully reading and math, but how much he loved and how much he had a passion for history really resonated with me. Um, then as I got to high school, that's when I had two teachers who were in completely different sides of the spectrum um, as far as what they taught made those connections with me. Uh, her name was Mrs. Gordon, and my other teacher was Mr. Flight. Um, Mrs. Gordon was my drama teacher, and Mr. Flight was my AP stats teacher. Uh, like I said, I don't think you could have more polar opposites. But their ability to build a relationship with me and just um, really foster my love of learning at the high school level meant so much to me. Um, and last but not least, my mom just fostered my love of reading um, from such an early age in that she consistently read to us and had us reading books. And my dad was my football coach, so he just showed me that side of sports and the side of wanting to be a part of the school. So what about you, Mr. Heater? What teachers have you had in the past that led you here? So I'm going to kind of start in the reverse order here because I kind of grew up in a family that was you were either a teacher or a doctor. So my granddad actually taught high school history. He coached pretty much every sport they had imaginable. My mother started out in fourth grade social studies. I actually had her as a teacher when I was in fourth grade. And then she moved on up to sixth grade with me, too. So I lucked out that year, didn't actually have her. But she moved up with me the whole time she was teaching. She coached baseball and basketball with me. And then my aunt also, who lived just a few schools over from where we grew up at, she was an elementary teacher going all the way up. And then she turned into a tech coach for a few years. Then eventually she was actually one of my professors whenever I went to Clarion University. So sort of my whole family was just in and around school all the time. And I kind of grew up being in and around the school and kind of helping out with odd and end jobs all the time. 
So it was kind of a cool upbringing to kind of see the inner workings of the profession before you even got your foot in the door. Uh, I would say one of the big people who inspired me, though, was uh, Mr. Thompson. He was one of our weightlifting coaches whenever I was in high school. And then the thing that was really cool is that he ended up getting an administration job over at one of the schools nearby. So I did my block student teaching and I subbed at the school where he was the principal at for the last year or whatever before I graduated. So that was pretty fun, too. Uh, another one I had was Mr. Waters was a high school history teacher we had. And it wasn't necessarily that he was a phenomenal teacher. It was that he had a lot of fun experiences we did in there. So we did a lot of group work. We did a lot of choice boards, which was kind of a brand new thing at the time. We did a lot of projects. So it was kind of cool just letting kids be in charge of their learning and not necessarily the teacher telling what you had to do. Uh, by and large, my favorite teacher I've ever had, though, was probably my high school chemistry teacher. We did labs literally about every day. We were always blowing something up or lighting things on fire and it was just an absolute dream. Like she was always available for any help whenever you needed it. She just had an absolute love of teaching. And she was always that teacher was the first one there in the morning. She was the last one to leave, was always there anytime you needed to talk to somebody. So she was awesome. That's great. So I, I'm just kind of listening to you talk right now. And I'm just thinking, what do all of these teachers have in common, Mr. Heater? A lot of them is just they love their job. They love the kids and they enjoyed coming to work every day. They, they have the passion. Yeah. They have the ability to build those relationships. I mean, I heard you even say uh, someone may have not been the best teacher, but he put in the work, he put in the time and you knew he had the passion. That's awesome. Um, and I think that's something we always need to remember as uh, teachers or just educators at any level. Absolutely. So I, let, let's talk about that other side of education. Um, what were some issues that you experienced in school with teachers? Um, you know, because it, it wasn't all perfect. Mm -mm. Well, I, I would say, honestly, like I got into this profession because of the other side. Like I was your stereotypical boy, just had too much energy, couldn't sit still in class. We had a lot of teachers that gave a lot of worksheets all the time. They were kind of just disengaged. A number of teachers would literally sit at their desk the entire class while kids were supposed to work. Kind of that old school teacher mentality of sit here, do what you're supposed to do. And like they don't want to deal with you, basically. And me personally, like I'm very much a hands-on learner, so I want to play with stuff. I want to do stuff, sort of active play while I'm learning. Uh, auditory learning was never really my thing, and that was sort of the whole time that I was brought up through school. That was sort of the main focus of everything. So just kind of seeing that other side of it and trying to think that maybe like you could do better than that. So how about uh, how about with you with yours? I mean, mine was pretty darn similar. I mean, I would get in trouble for some typical boy behaviors, um, you know, a little too loud, couldn't sit still. I, I, I'm hearing some resonating things with both <laughs> of us here. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the why we do what we do. Okay, let's hop into that. Um, All right. So like my why, honestly, is just growing up in a teacher family. So I had a lot of exposure from the beginning from my mother, granddad, and my aunt growing up. And then I even had my brothers all married teachers too. So like we just have teachers everywhere in our family. It's just kind of all around us, just kind of used to it at this point. Um, but to be honest with it, because I have so many people who are in the profession, growing up, I was always kind of like told not to and kind of got pushed away from it because all that standardized testing was starting to kick up then whenever I was growing up. So because they didn't really want me going that way, I actually was accepted to go to Penn State Barron for engineering and didn't actually switch until two weeks before freshman year was supposed to kick off. 
I switched schools, I switched majors, and actually ended up going to Clarion for education. So that was kind of a cool little thing there. But uh, just all the way growing up through, like, I enjoyed helping kids out. Like, I just loved being in and around the school all the time and helping out my aunt and my mother and things like that. And so just, like, I always had it in the back of my mind, this is what I wanted to do, but just this isn't what a lot of people were hoping I would do. So it was kind of an interesting kind of way that we moved along here. But whenever I was in college, though, that's sort of the main idea of why I ended up getting certified in all four core subjects is I didn't necessarily care what I taught. Like my thing was just I loved kids and I loved being a role model. and I loved being around school. And like I just wanted to be at that positive influence for someone. So, you know, um, how about what, what got you kicked off? What is what is your why, Mr. Vito? So I, I just I love that we're focusing so much on the why here. Um, it, and just kind of an off topic, um, I heard you mention the standardized testing and so often do us educators get caught up in the, what we're doing, what is our uh, goal? What, what are, you know, what is the end theme here? What is the final assessment going to be? We need to focus back on that. Why? So that's awesome. All right. So obviously, um, I wanted to be a teacher when I had, uh, my experience in teaching a group of preschoolers in a child development class in high school. Um, I, I essentially took this class, uh, this child development class, um, so pretty much I took this child development class in high school and I, I essentially took it as an easy A, but as soon as I started, uh, teaching some lessons with these preschoolers and, uh, learning about play-based learning and just what's, uh, developmentally appropriate for these kiddos and just seeing the change that I could be, I thought, oh my goodness, I could be the Mrs. Mauer for some other <laughs> student. I could be that teacher. So as I was picking my major when I moved into Shippensburg University, um, I chose my field as elementary education. And I realized that this was a program absolutely dominated by women. Uh, they accepted 100 students to the program and the ratio was four males to 96 females. Um, and so often our discussions in class, in our classroom uh, discussion boards would lead to uh, boy behaviors and how to handle those boy behaviors. And I just, I found that to be so interesting. We read some textbooks and there were whole chapters devoted to boy behaviors because there are some teachers who aren't necessarily equipped to handle kind of what comes naturally to us and the things that we've been in trouble for. Um, so I feel that uh, so many of these learners need that positive male influence in their lives, uh, both male and females. And we just all have such different tools that we can bring to the education field. Um, I've been, I guess I have a bit of a superhero complex. That's why I have a Captain America figure around <laughs> my, uh, my lanyard. Um, and I, you know, everybody needs a hero and I personally want to be that hero. Okay. That's really awesome that that's why you got into this. Um, I believe that is all we got for this episode, so we're going to go ahead and wrap things up here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to keep your why at the forefront and whatever, and whatever you are doing. All right, and we'll see you in the next episode. All right, see you guys next time.